joining us and welcome to the Focus Right podcast. Today we're joined by Grammy and CMA nominated artist Ashley Monroe to discuss her latest single, Over Everything. We talk about the evolution of a song's meaning over time, the inspiration for her creativity, and working in historic RCA Studio A in Nashville. We also touch a little bit on what's coming next for this country music superstar who obviously has a bright future ahead of her. Enjoy my conversation with Ashley. Well, hello, Ashley, and welcome to the Focus Right podcast. Uh, we appreciate you joining us here today. Uh, how's everything going? Everything is wonderful. And thank you for having me. I love you all. Oh, thank you so much. And we absolutely loved working with you and absolutely love listening to your music. We had a lot of fun in the studio with you. Yeah, I loved it so much. <laughs> We're talking about your track today, Over Everything, which is your latest single. How did the idea of that song come to you? And at what point in the process did you decide to bring in some co-writers like Al and Scott? Well, that was actually the first time I had written with Scott. I think I had written once with Al before when I was younger, but I'd had this idea. I mean, I think it was like 2018. And it was like, I just kept seeing this image in my mind of like this girl trying to get out of town and feeling trapped. And I, I had like some of that melody and some of the lyrics. And then I took it in. I had just had a write with Scott and Al that day. I was like, I've just had this idea that's kind of swirling around. And anyway, it just kind of unfolded little by little. And then when one of us said, learn how to use my wings to get over everything. Yeah. It was just like, ow, you know, I just felt that. And I knew that everyone else could relate to that. You know, that seemed like a magical moment is what you're saying there. Yeah. And, and the song, like, it took time. You said, pun intended, to take flight. You wrote it, I believe, in 2018. And then you shared an acoustic version in 2020 with your fans on YouTube. Yeah. And that was a time when we were all, like, very confused and uncertain. Everything, yeah. the world was changing. Mm -hmm. Did this change the meaning of that song or did the meaning of that song evolve to you? Well, it's just one more thing you got to get over, <laughs> you know, and it's just like hard time. I mean, life is so full of those like big, hard things. And yeah, that was a big, hard thing. I was, you know, Clorox wiping my groceries and the bottom of my shoes. Yeah. Looking back, it's like, gosh, it was just, we all kind of spun out. But I've definitely leaned into music during that time too. I always do during any hard time. So I forgot, I think I did it for something. I don't know what it, the reason was for singing it online, probably because I was just bored and wanting to sing. But <laughs> either way, I thought it just kept reminding me, like, I want to record the song. Yeah. And it is a great song. Overall, thinking of all of your great songs that you've written and recorded, who are your musical influences and who or what inspires your creativity? Well, I listen to all kinds of music. I mean, like I'll listen to, you know, Chet Atkins and then I'll listen to Moby and then I'll listen <laughs> to like some old obscure jazz. I'll listen to French, you know, and I, mm -hmm. I've always been that way. Just like that thirst to find music that touches me and inspires me. And so I think that I'm inspired by all that. I think I'm inspired by where I'm from in East Tennessee. I think there's just this mountain girl. <laughs> I used to always say, I, I think I was an old man who worked on trains in a former life. Like I just, there's just like this deep mountain feeling always in me and my voice obviously always sounds Appalachian-y. So yeah, it's just such a mixture of everything, really. That's really great. Like the place you're from inspires where you end up. And that's really cool. I know it's cool how that happens. And I'm 37. So I feel like right now I'm just kind of coming back to this like kind of homecoming feeling with all that I've 
learned and experienced too. One thing that I hear a lot, and I'm an aspiring songwriter. So the questions I'm asking now are for people like me who are aspiring songwriters. Um, mm-hmm. And also, you know, I want to work in studios as well. Yeah. I hear a lot about vibe when it comes to recording. Are there specific elements in an environment that help contribute to your ideal creative atmosphere? Or is there anything you have to have in place to make it more enjoyable and make it more like homey when you're in a recording space? Well, I like it very dark. The other day I recorded one here at Gina's and she knows we turned out all the lights yeah. and she put these battery candles all around and I've set at the piano and yeah, the darker, the better for me candles or whatever some sort of little lights i feel like i always get in the zone and it's dark <laughs> singing wise <laughs> i can relate to that is there anything that you've noticed that changes in you if you you know say have to record with a bit of light on no i just have to close my eyes harder <laughs> pretend it's dark <laughs> i get that yeah I, I like the darker rooms myself as well and like Gina's so good when i first worked with her on this record i did with dave cobb she was engineering a sparrow. And I remember the first day I came in, she had flowers, which I always mm. love fresh flowers. I keep them around my house too. But, and then she had a little Zen garden. It was these <sighs> stones with kind of sand and a rake. Oh, and I never seen one, but yeah. the whole time I was in there doing vocals, it was in between takes. I was just Zen gardening. It was really lovely. That sounds great. Yeah. That sounds like it's awesome when an engineer gets to know you and you have a relationship with that engineer so that they know how to get the best out of you and what you need, even if you don't know that something exists like that Zen garden. That's that's really cool that Gina knew enough to have that for you. That's great. I know. She's pretty thoughtful. <laughs> and a great engineer as well, I will yeah, say. She's the best. <laughs> <laughs> so you've recorded in Studio A over there at RCA more than once. How does recording in such a historic and iconic studio impact the process? And does it add anything to your final product? Oh, yeah. I think that room's magical. I think it's haunted. And I think it's everything that's recorded in that room has that sound. Somehow it's just a certain sound. And it's, yeah, I love recording there. It's it's really cool. Normally we'll go, there's that one big room with like a couch. And Dave has a record player set up over there. And, you know, we'd go over there and either play the song, like the band all sit around, play it. Or if we have like a work tape, I'll play it on the thing. but and then I'll kind of learn it in that room and then kind of separate and record it. So it's really a magical process. When I'm there. Now, when you say haunted, that usually takes like a scary context. Is it haunted in a way that is haunted with great energy or is it something that's a little bit frightening and scary or something in between there? No, not frightening and scary. Definitely like the Chet mm-hmm. vibes. You know, you've got, you know, I feel like it's the legends. Wow, that's great. So more about Gina. What was it like working with her? And then she brought together an amazing group of musicians. What was it like working with them on this specific track? It was awesome. I mean, it was everybody's such a pro, you know, it's kind of mind blowing. You play somebody's song for the first time and then they go and just and they all were feeling it. You know, there's a difference in just playing the notes and just kind of doing your job or like leaning in. And I feel like they all really did a good job at leaning into the meaning of it and making it what it is now. Yeah, that's that's one of the great benefits of being in Nashville. You have some of the most talented musicians in the world. Yep. You can just get together, you know, and, and it's such a beautiful thing when they all come together and they're all after 
coming up with a great final product. So, you know, yeah. you're in a really wonderful position. Yeah, it was really magical. I loved it. So did you, you recorded this, I believe in, it was 2022 when this was recorded. You wrote it in 2018. Yeah. Did your original 2018 vision for this track translate into that final master that you got later in 22? Yeah, even better, really, in my opinion, because, you know, it sounds like you could have made it really country or really stripped down, which I love that. But I also like taking something that is something like over everything and then putting a new twist on the production. And I feel like we accomplished that without taking away from the meat of the song and the meaning of the song. So I think that it was even better than I could have imagined when I wrote it. So I'm going to move on to your video, which I love the atmosphere and the style of the video that you put out for this song. In my mind, it looks like a perfect representation of what I'm hearing. What I'm seeing and what I'm hearing seem like they're one in the same. What was the conceptualization and decision-making process for this video? And what was your inspiration behind it? And how do you feel it complements the song? Thank you for saying that because I'm such a, a visual person with music. I, when I was younger, I used to sit around and just watch when I played outside and stuff too. But when I watched TV, I would watch TNN, CMT, VH1, MTV. I was obsessed with music videos and if it looks like what it sounds like. And so when these, I just started getting kind of a vision really for what I wanted this entire project to be and overthink as a part of it. But so I booked this cabin <laughs> online and I, my manager found an amazing videographer and photographer and us and Gina went up there to this house from 1850s. No. Yeah. I don't know. 1890, maybe mm-hmm. that they had redone part of it, but in the Smoky mountains, I just needed to go there to get barefoot. And yeah. So I just, I brought, I had all these clothes ideas. I just, I said, okay, I see it. This is what I'm, we're going to do. And so it was really cool when, we were kind of saying, what what would be the over everything? And I said, you know, I just want to wear this white dress. And this is my granny's quilt that her mom made that I'm putting on the grass. And, and it felt, you know, almost forgot the cameras were there at times because it was like, I mean, I hate to say it, but I don't put a quilt on the grass and sit enough. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's sad that you have to have a video or photo shoot to do that. But it was awesome. And it felt so good. And I feel like Erica, who, you know, did the video really got it. You know, when I saw the Thing that she sent back i just thought this is better than anything you know as somebody who really gets it i think you said a couple really important things there like putting a quilt on grass is something we all need to do a lot more of getting barefoot in the mountains is something we all need to do a lot more of these days we need to you know focus on focus on the simple things and i almost heard that you feel like you're putting time into yourself there the video is just an excuse for you to do that but yeah it became like this dream like vision as well. And and that's kind of where the song takes you as well with the instrumentation and the lyrics of it. It just took me to that place of almost like a dreamlike state. And the way the video to me goes, it's it kind of seems like that translates absolutely perfectly to me. Well, thank you. That's a big compliment. It's like that song could have been sad and it is sad in a way, but I wanted it to have like hope and I wanted the sun mm-hmm. to shine on my face. And I wanted yeah. people to feel that that feeling, you know, like you can get over everything. You can. Yeah. And I feel like it's inspiring. You know, it, you've made a conscious effort to get over everything, mm-hmm. despite whatever obstacles are in your way. You're ready to take flight and get over everything. And I think that's a, a beautiful thing about the song, which was a very inspiring to me. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> so I just have one last question on Spotify. You've hinted. I saw this on your Spotify, at least that this is the first of many stories to tell. 
that sounds like a very big statement, and that makes me excited for what's coming next. Can you dig into that a little more? Give us a preview of what's coming, and are there any specific themes or concepts that might be explored? Well, oh my gosh, I have. So, I mean, I'm working on an album, obviously, and it's yeah, it just feels like a. They say it feels like a homecoming of the soul. You know, it's like mm. everything, but it's not just my story. You know, my whole point in making music has always been how can I use what I've gone through to help other people go through what they they're going through or they've gone through and to like help them because I know for me music has saved me through my dad died when I was 13 my mom ran off I mean it's just looking back it's crazy well (laughs) overcome but I I feel like that all that happens so I can write and sing and make art that can inspire other people Mm -hmm. and can help them go through what they're going through so I think yeah it's a lot of songs and i we recorded some up in the mountains. Gina and I brought like a mobile studio and set up. And mm-hmm. I don't think, I've not been thinking, you know, I don't have a label. I don't have anyone telling me what I have to do. I have a team that's supportive and says, okay, and letting me just have a vision and go with it. And that's, I don't know, it feels good to just not think and just open up to spirit. And then these things have been coming out that just feels like it was out in the universe and it's just coming through. So I'm super excited about the whole project. And there's, all kinds of stuff I think people like and feel on it. You know, music is very emotional, as you were saying there. And, you know, for the people that aren't creators like yourself, you know, songs can take you, you know, to to places of sadness, to places of joy, mm-hmm. whether you can write them or not. So thank you for doing that for us. For those of us that, you know, maybe inspire to or don't write music and create music, you do something for us as a musician and as a songwriter. So thank you for that. I appreciate That's that. That's very kind. And I'm, I'm excited to hear your album. Like you, my music tastes are very eclectic all over the place. And yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to hear your new album. Thank you. And if, if this song is a, a hint of what's coming, then I believe this is going to be a, a great record for you. Well, thank you. Yeah, there's, there's all kinds of things from, you know, acoustic and me only, piano and me only to... I have a couple with Brendan Benson, who's one of my musical soulmates, mm-hmm. Waylon Payne, Shelby Lynn, all of my favorite people, you know, are part of it too. So yeah, it feels really special. Oh, that's great. Uh, feel free to answer this or not, but are, are is there going to be a tour coming up or anything like that? Or are we going to be able to see you live? Yeah, I think, but I don't have it like planned, but okay. I think, that, yeah, I, I want to go sing for people. Yeah. Be heavy. I'm so not a, a road dog <laughs> unless I'm like with Annie's because Randa has a bus. We can use. But all that to say, yeah, I really missed singing live and I really am ready to sing these songs and my old songs live for sure. You mentioned the Annie's and this can be off the record if you'd like. Is anything coming there? Again, nothing's planned. We're always like that. We just kind of but we have we write. We have a lot of songs that we've written that people haven't heard that I sent them a link a couple weeks ago of them all like in a in a note. Just like, mm-hmm. just reminding you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure because when we get together, it's kind of hard not to make something. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. that's so cool that, you know, you can do that with with some friends and make music with your friends. That's always I, I feel like that's what Nashville is, is making music with your friends. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, that's beautiful thing about it. Um, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Anything you'd like to say about yourself, about your music? before we wrap up here? No, I don't think so. All right. Thank you for joining us, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we appreciate you. And thank you for making great music. Thank you for listening. 